0: hi i'm john bryce i live in albemarle county virginia where my wife is running for school board she's a frustrated mom who lost all faith that our school board actually had our children's best interests at heart and this is her story big news today meg uh some new numbers came out what what numbers am i talking about
1: our fundraising report.
0: What are we up to now?
1: We are up to 106000
0: Nice. And how about Spillman?
1: I think she's a little bit past that.
0: A little bit past that. Okay. So she's, and- had, a,
1: she's had a successful couple months.
0: Okay. And any particular reason, you think?
1: Uh, yeah. She, she's gotten, She's received very large donations from Sonia Smith.
0: Who is Sonia Smith?
1: Suny Smith is a local big donor to Democrats. Some people call her the the rainmaker, or um, some people call her the George Soros of <laughs> Charlottesville. And she has now donated thirty thousand to Alison Spillman's campaign. Interest, interestingly, she also donated fifteen thousand to Apple. The pack that Chris Seaman started, and that is behind the um, sensationalized mailings against me. So she right. has donated 45,000 in total
0: to defeat me. I basically, do, yeah, to, to ruin your reputation. Yeah. Right. Um, and uh, you mentioned to me there's um, there's kind of an interesting, if you follow the money a little bit, you can see some of the top expenditures, both from Apple and also from Alison Spillman's campaign, go to a, a similar place. Uh, where is that?
1: Um, yeah, there's an advertising agency that it seems they're both using. So both Spillman's campaign and Apple, which let's be honest, they're they're one the and the same, right. uh, and and the advertising agency that they're that they're using. I was looking at their homepage, and it says right there, "We're bold. We push the envelope to push the agenda and deliver the win," <laughs> which is kind of scary when you're talking about a school board election because it's like, why are we pushing the envelope for a school board election? And when you say we push the agenda, you know, we push the envelope to push the agenda. What agenda? What does that mean? What's their agenda?
0: Yeah, I thought we weren't supposed to politicize education, or right? Politicize. My my
1: agenda is education. What's yours?
0: Yeah, and so this must be this uh, Patel and company. Is that what I'm seeing?
1: Yeah, I don't know how to pronounce it. Yes.
0: Anything else you want to say about campaign finance reports?
1: Yeah, one one thing I'll say about this is that early on, um, so so my fundraising was pretty strong from the beginning. And a lot of people were saying things like, she's trying to buy the election. I wonder how those people feel now that Alison Spillman is ahead of me in fundraising. Is she trying to buy the election? Is Sonia Smith trying to buy the election? Or was it just me? You know, at this point, I don't have a donor nearly as large as as Spillman's top donor. So I hope that I couldn't possibly be accused of trying to buy the election because I have my donations from many more people than, than that campaign does. <laughs>
0: Okay, in other current events, um, Thursday's a big day for, this, for school board news. There's some, I understand there's some job interviews taking place, right?
1: Right. So Katrina Carlson's seat is now open. That's the Rio District seat.
0: And why is that seat open?
1: Because she's, she's going to be delegate. She's running for dele- delegate uncontested. So she will resign her school board seat to be delegate. Um, so they started accepting applications for um, to interview for an interim seat and that opened up I think on Friday and they are interviewing on Thursday. So there are six applicants.
0: Do we know anything about them do, do you, you have any bets? Any, anybody you think has a has a shot?
1: I would say with about 99% certainty that they will choose Gail Lovett
0: Okay Who's Gail?
1: Gail Lovett is... Um, it looks like she's a reading specialist. She's a parent. She's an educator. Um, and she she seems to align with their priorities. You know, she says her top priorities are always equity and inclusivity. So I would say with 99% certainty that uh, she will be their choice. Interestingly... One of the other applicants is Karen Combs. And I'm fairly sure that is the chair of the Albemarle County Democrats. And in her position as chair of Albemarle County Democrats, she has been campaigning for Allison Spillman, Rebecca Berlin, Judy Lee, and Ellen Osborne. She's been mm. pictured with them. She is recruiting volunteers to go knock on doors for them. It seems like, if I'm correct, that this is the same person. That's like a massive conflict of interest for her to be applying for this position. And uh, Ellen Osborne and Rebecca Berlin would be voting on her application.
0: Yeah. So what makes you think they won't choose her?
1: Uh, I I would hope that that would be even beyond their level of corruption, but I'm not sure. We'll see.
0: Yeah. Okay. Might want to revise that ninety nine percent. I think. Yeah. Um, perhaps. Okay. Um, any. Uh, I guess we should point out uh, these. Anybody can watch these interviews, right? I, I we yes, watched absolutely. them last time. Yeah.
1: yeah, I would encourage people to watch them. So it looks like the first round of interview they they're interviewing three candidates, and then there's a break, and then another three candidates. So the first group will be from six forty to seven fifty. This. Thursday the 19th, and then the second round will be 8 o'clock to 9.10 on the same night.
0: And I, we can put a link in the show notes, but that's just, you just go to the school board website, right? And you can get to mm-hmm. it from that?
1: Yeah, you can live stream it.
0: All right. Well, that's exciting. And then there's even more school board current event news. I think it was just earlier this week, there was an interesting announcement uh, regarding the superintendent. Comment on that.
1: Yeah. No, it was just this past... Thursday, they renewed the contract for Matt Haas. Wow. And um, this was, it's not unexpected that they renewed his contract. I think we all knew that everybody on that board would vote to renew his contract, but it was the timing of it was unexpected. I don't know why they voted on it at this time. I will say that I was at a candidate forum. Um, I don't know, maybe about a month or so ago. And there were um, five school board candidates there. I was there. Um, Allison Spillman was did not attend that event. But Judy Lee was there. Rebecca Berlin was there. So two, two current school board members were there. And then three candidates were. So me, um, Joanne McDermott, and Michelle Stefano, who's a, a write-in candidate for uh, against Judy Lee. And somebody asked the question, where do you stand on, uh, re, you know, would you vote to renew the contract of Matt Haas? Yeah. And the two current school board members said unequivocally that, that they support Matt Haas. And, and and then the three candidates all said, no, I, I do not support Matt Haas. I, d- I don't know if Michelle DeStefano and Joanne McDermott said, no, I would never vote to renew his contract. They may have uh, not gone quite that far, but I definitely said that I would not renew his contract. He has, at this point, a proven record of, a, you know, a record of failure and has been, he, he has been in this position through, like, the largest decline in our division's history. And they renewed his contract unanimously, Not a single person voted against it.
0: There's an article in the Daily Progress uh, saying, you know, there was a petition petition calling on the school board to replace uh, Dr. Haas. uh, And that that petition had over 1,600 signatures. uh, And it wasn't requesting he be fired immediately. It was just requesting that they not renew his contract, which is exactly right. what they they did. They renewed his contract, right? Um, and his contract um, didn't expi- doesn't expire until June thirtieth, twenty twenty five. So, mm-hmm. why on earth would they choose to renew his contract right now?
1: I have no idea. I I can guess that they wanted to make sure that they secured his contract renewal before um, they had the possibility of different board members on there. Yeah. Um, even though, you know, if if all of the current candidates who said that they did not support it, even if all of us won, we it, still would, would be just, in the minority on that exactly. vote. Yeah. So it, it is puzzling to me. But more importantly than that, it's just, um, it's such a slap in the face to so many people in this community that they they seem to have taken this decision, they, they did it kind of flippantly, you yeah. know, and um, without acknowledging the fact that a lot of people are very, very unhappy right now.
0: Yeah, it's just another example. We're going to have more examples of this um, in future episodes, but it's just another of the many examples of the board simply not listening to taxpayers of the county.
1: Right, exactly. I will say this too. So, you know, everybody talks about accountability and everybody wants accountability and transparency, right? Like these are the buzzwords. Everybody wants that. Well, that needs to come from the school board. On the Albemarle County Schools website, it has the roles, you know, of, of the school board, the expected roles of the school board. And number 10 on there is recruit, hire, and evaluate the superintendent. I simply do not see how, you, how a school board member could have done this, N- number 10, evaluate the superintendent how you could have evaluated this superintendent and come to the conclusion that his contract should be renewed. So, in my mind, you're, you're not doing your job. It is the school board that is supposed to deliver accountability. So, if you're upset that there's no accountability in this school district, that is a failure of the school board. And they just like doubled down on that. You know, They just said, yeah, we are not going to give you accountability. We are going to keep doing what we've been doing.
0: It's really crazy.
1: It is crazy. And then when people say that they want transparency, again, that has got to come from the school board. So if you, like me, are wondering why they voted on this now, and why not a single person voted against renewing his contract then ask the school board challenge them make them be transparent about this decision make them defend it because a lot of people feel that it was pretty outrageous
0: how um how can people voice their frustration to the school board what is what is a way they can
1: email they can your school make- board member so, you know, there there are six magisterial districts. So look up the school board member for your district and you can copy the at large school board member and then also just send an email to the generic email address that is um what is it? Let me look it up. I have it in my outbox.
0: <laughs> I bet you do.
1: Um schoolboard at k twelve albemarleorg dot org. Okay. Just don't expect a reply.
0: Yeah, they're not going to get back to you. Okay, I want to get back to the money for a second because everything always comes back to money. Why is this going to end up being probably the most expensive election in the history of Albemarle County?
1: When I started my campaign, I knew that I would have to raise a lot of money because I am going against the status quo. And it's hard to make change like that. And I knew that it would take money to get the message out. I anticipated that the attacks on me would be pretty bad. So, I, I anticipated that I would need to counter those. So, I have worked very hard to, to raise that money. And I kind of have mixed feelings about it because I don't like feeding the beast of what school board elections have become. I don't think a school board race should cost over a hundred thousand dollars. So on one hand, I don't like being a part of that because I do I don't think it's I don't think it's a good thing. On the other hand, I, I'm gonna fight, you know if I'm going to run, then i'm I'm running to win. so I'm going to work hard to compete. I also knew that there were some very deep pockets that would not necessarily donate to Alison Spillman but donate against me. And I suspected that Sony Smith would be one of them. So I kept anticipating like all right when when, when is she going to donate
0: to when is she going to drop cam-? her like 50 grand wherever she feels like it, yeah.
1: And and she did. So I think prior to this the most that a school board candidate had raised was Katrina Carlson and her campaign was something like 35,000 which was a lot at the time. So Sonia Smith has now donated 30,000 just to Alison Spillman but then also 15,000 to Apple. So that 45,000 combined that's really to defeat me from that one person is more than Katrina Carlson's entire campaign which up until now was the largest fundraising that I'm aware of for a school board campaign in Albemarle County
0: I'm John Bryce, and you've been listening to my wife, Meg Bryce, on the Meg Bryce for School Board podcast, which is, of course, paid for and authorized by Meg Bryce for School Board. If you like what you heard, I hope you'll continue listening and text this episode to at least three of your friends. Meg would be honored to earn your vote and grateful for even the smallest donation, which can be made by visiting megforschoolboard.com. Check the show notes for links, including charts to visualize much of the ACPS data Meg mentioned earlier, as well as a recording of the Crozet Town Hall Candidate Forum, where you can watch how Meg stacks up against her opponent. Early voting is already underway, and election day is November 7th. Vote for Meg to get ACPS back on track.